0: Welcome to the Union Soccer Podcast, a betting edition. Myself, John Jansen, hosting this along with Joe Tanzi. You can follow Joe at jtanzi90. And again, everything can be found at the Union Soccer Blog, Substack, substack, com. All right, Joe, betting preview, and uh, it's been a while since we've done one of these, my bad, but let's resume, I feel like uh, I've been doing pretty good on these, so uh, you know what, I just needed to cleanse the palate to make sure I had my reset, I had my bye weeks, not by week, bye weeks, uh, I would say, uh, Joe, I'm feeling good about one bet, Do you, do you know what bet that could possibly be?
1: I, I am. I just need to publicly shame you for a second. You need to answer your text messages on. I know.
0: But it's not even. It's not even that. I've been busy. Or it's even have so conversations
1: much... on Fridays. Yeah, I know. You go. I, you ghosted me last Friday.
0: I did. I ghosted you so bad. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. Oh, uh, well, I, I accept, would be a. I, I would be a betting apology. underdog. Or at least it would be the favorite every single week that I will not text you back. I mean, that's like a—that's what it's at a, a minus ten thousand
1: favorite. <laughs> you I can't mean, respond. Is- you can't respond to text messages. Sean Brace can't use technology. It's okay. I, and I hey, we all for- have <laughs> our
0: flaws, Joe.
1: All right. Correct. And mine this year has been betting on MLS because my. <laughs> <laughs> see what I did there, man. That that's was not really actually good. Actually,
0: been mine for some reason. No, uh, it's, it's scary my- actually.
1: My current record is nine and fifteen. John, you were eleven and nine. I think I did an extra week. On How is that staff.
0: possible? How is that bleeping possible, Joe?
1: To have to have a profit on making You're, right, I,
0: <laughs> Joe. I suck at this.
1: I don't. I mean,
0: like I certain sports, but I don't know. You know what's You know what's funny about that? And I'll say that as just like this is my first season really betting on MLS. Um, there are you can at least bet situations and like i feel like i have a good read on nfl it's not saying all the time like a better situation but you get a feel for the sport the flow of the sport the flow of the season um and i feel like through a couple of years of watching mls like i i, I have some understanding of that so it's not to say like i'm a great better and that's why but that that is part of betting that i think people should definitely learn the flow of a season flow of week to week play. Cause the NFL is something I, I feel like I get a decent grasp on with that. Obviously baseball is tougher cause it's 162 games, but as a, as a, a sort of newer, better into MLS, uh, that is one thing I think I can say, give advice. Cause I, I don't know if I can give advice after just a few weeks on 11, and nine, right. But it does seem to, does seem to help obviously get all the other information and get a lot of context um, surrounding some of these, certain circumstances, but MLS seems to have a certain flow. Um, and it's not to say that it's always correct, but it can certainly help. So I feel like has, you've, you've taught me that for sure.
1: Right. It's got to flow to an extent. Like I, mm-hmm. I think compared to the the other four major sports uh, in the U S at least in, in terms of betting, it's so hard because in the NFL, I can legitimately by like week four, be like this team's passing defense is atrocious I'm just going to get better receiving your props and, and touchdown props in that. Or like, yeah, if-
0: I, I think for me in the NFL, it's always a, okay, this team is not as bad as, you know, the last game mm-hmm. that they played, but everybody right. thinks that they stink now, you know, it's kind of identifying, Hey, that was a bad spot for them. This is a better spot. They're, you know, they're not getting priced appropriately, all that kind of stuff. Um, and was- I think, and I think I, in MLS that, that seems to present itself a little bit more because, you know, these markets, obviously the NFL is the sharpest market on the planet, at least in this country. Right. Um, and MLS obviously is not. So I feel it's like a, it's is.
1: a MLS is a fickle beast because mm-hmm. what you can't be reactionary. There there are very few instances Absolutely. where you could you can be reactionary and it probably St. Louis is probably the only example of this season of a team that you can be reactionary on and continue to get the the, the prices on until like that last game of their winning streak. But there are very few instances because the home and road splits are so drastic, not even, I mean, even if you look at the, the premier league or, or any of the big five leagues, it's still so hard in, in the, the mid table of those leagues to, to figure out a specific matchup. Sure. With the top teams against say, you know, relegation bound teams. Yeah. There's something in there, but with MLS, it's just so difficult. I mean, look, mm-hmm. take, take, for example, we just spent an entire Union Soccer podcast talking about the the Philadelphia Union. <laughs> they're a plus two thirty five dog at the Red Bulls this week on DraftKings Sportsbook, um, and that's purely because they're the road team. It has nothing to do with uh, they're the the better team on paper, which is insane. Much and this they have season, one but...
0: win in their last what like five matches. Right.
1: But I think that's the one that that pops out to me. I don't know if I'm I'm taking it, but there's there's plenty of just interesting lines throughout the week, and it's better if we just dive into the ones we like. Um, but yeah, it it is a very fascinating league to bet on, and you really have to be on top of a lot of information uh, yeah. to get to that point. Yeah, uh,
0: I know. For me, I will start with the underdog bet because I will go with the Union. The risk in this is they obviously just got done. No, no, I've bet against the union all the time. What do you mean? I've bet against the union actually more than I should because I just like got frustrated with them. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to bet the other team. And it actually worked. I forget what team that was or what bet. But I know in this spot, the what's going to be tough is the union just got done with CONCACAF. And we mm-hmm. know once that, it's obviously over, but it's still, this is part of that week. And we know obviously the effect that it can have. So the lineup may just be a lineup where Curtin wants to play defensive and get, but I Red Bull are not playing well. No, I, I know the union. This is a game. I hate to say a get back on track game, but they know there's a result there for the taking and all focus is now essentially on league play. I mm-hmm. don't know what the lineup is going to be like, and that obviously could dictate whether or not this bet is something that I really love but I think it's worth it a 250 for a union team. That's maybe getting a little bit of a buy low price now because of their performances over the past few weeks. A lot of that had to do with CONCACAF. There still could be residuals from that since it's the same match week. Uh, but I think they are going to perform better in this one. I like them better than the Red Bulls. Um, I think plus 250 is a solid price for them.
1: You're basically, you're kind of betting on a, on a, a dip and seeing yes. if the union can, and look, the, the Red Bulls have been awful and, I gave my take on that earlier. So I think that's, um, Look, that's a, I, a I'm, pretty good spot with with
0: underdogs. That. A lot you just at plus two fifty. That's a great price. So you just want the chance. You mm-hmm. want to know that I think this game is going to be close, and it essentially might come down to something—a handball in the box or like just something mm-hmm. small that could get the Union a win. And I right. I think that's that kind of game I'm going to
1: get. Um, I'm going to start with my favorite and something that we don't use the term stone cold lead pipe lock dolphin shark whale play <laughs> um, whatever whatever, yeah, whatever catchy, animal you like to use yeah whatever our cocaine
0: whatever. bear play of the day I'm just <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> terrible movie don't watch it
1: <laughs> um what whatever it may be you don't have that mls but i think this one's pretty straightforward um the houston dynamo minus 105 at home oh it's you son of a life. bitch why are I'm you sorry. on the dynamo as well i'll switch it <laughs>
0: No, you could pick them as well. <laughs> it was one of them. I was thinking of two, so I'll go to the other one. I, I, okay. Meaning I do have another one that I
1: love. Um The Dynamo have an incredible home record. They're 4-0-0. They have not conceded yet uh, uh, on home soil, whatever that, that stadium is now called. Uh, Real Salt Lake is 1-0-3 on their travels, uh, minus six goal differential. Houston's playing very good soccer under Ben Olsen. They finally unlocked Hector Herrera to his, his full capabilities, and it's it's fun to, to see a team kind of come up from the ashes because that, that's what you're supposed to do when you rebuild, you hire a new head coach, you get a marquee player. It, it's took some time, but they're, they're finally getting to that point. Um, Houston Dynamo minus 105. My favorite favorite. My favorite favorite.
0: Um, I may just be doing this based off of results of this team lately and thinking that there is a problem there when really they've... Maybe just played some good quality opponents, but I don't see it that way. Uh, Portland seems to be playing well. Uh, They've had some previous success. Now, this all dates back to last year. So, new season, obviously different things. But Portland has had some success against Austin. Portland's playing better. I don't know what's going on with Austin. They just can't seem to figure it out. Uh, They have not had a really a good result in quite a while. I would say I I'm just even looking right now quickly at their schedule. I know recently hasn't, but, uh, they Mm -hmm. drew with San Jose at home. They lost the galaxy on the road. They again to a draw against Vancouver and then got absolutely like most teams like the union drubbed by LAFC. I hate the form that they're in. Now this could be the game where they get back into form and they, they get a Portland team kind of off guard, but, I think Portland plus 107. I've seen enough good from them that I actually feel comfortable with them at home and at that number.
1: Is Austin's um struggles karma for everything that their fans threw in everyone's face for their uh the predictions last year because if you remember <laughs> Austin's fans were just they relentless. Would <laughs> they would not stop. So you're on you're on Portland.
0: I'm on Portland. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Ah, uh, the Portland Timbers are are a fickle team for me to to figure out. So I've I've personally taken them off of my uh, bet list. Oh, until completely. I can understand. It. Yeah, they're they're completely off. I think
0: obviously this is more of
1: the other side. Of You're things, fading right? off. I'm yeah, sure I guess. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, look it's it's not been pretty, and it, it all kind of started with that. Um, that Concacaf Champions League failure in the first leg, like, yeah, where they were just it like, really
0: did they have they not were recovered just, like, we're since punt. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Uh, they so, never um, recovered.
1: That was just that was just a bad start to the season for them. So yeah, um, totally understand uh, your logic there. Um, I need an underdog. Hmm. Where do I go? Union. No, I'm not going <laughs> to go there. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to shoot my shot and say the San Jose Earthquakes. They're the only home underdog on the board. LAFC is coming off the the Champions League win. This game is being played, I believe, at Levi Stadium, which is bizarre in itself. Um, But San Jose has had a a pretty decent season to start. Um, Do we see some tired legs a little bit, some rotation with LAFC, knowing there's uh, more fish to fry on the horizon. And they, they do have to kind of manage some minutes because they do have, uh, two legs of a, a cap champions like final, which is nonsense in its own right. We should not be doing two leg finals. Um, that that's ridiculous. So I don't have to worry about that anymore. Um, I'll take the quakes. I'm kind of a, a, a part. Yeah. I'm taking a fade on LAFC. I don't usually recommend this, but I think in this situation, um, it's probably the, the way to go um, just because I, I don't trust many of the other underdogs out there and San Jose's playing a, a quasi home game. But again, it's the situation that, that stands out most to me.
0: Do you have a total Joe? I'm still trying to figure mine out. I'm back and forth.
1: So I, I thought I had one and I'm probably going to regret this because it'll probably hit, but I was looking at Toronto and new England for the, the total because, I mean, Toronto is fresh in my mind of, of how they struggled. Uh, but the Rebs just lost Dylan Barrero for the season. Um, so I'm kind of shying away from taking any part in that game. Um, just, it, it feels a little fishy, like Toronto could end up actually winning that game. I'm going to go back to the Western Conference and take FC Dallas against St. Louis uh, over two and a half. Um we, we know what St. Louis has, has brought to the table. Some very exciting soccer. They need to get back on track a little bit. Only one win now um, in their last five games. But if you look at their last four games, uh, the overs hit over two and a half is hit three in the last four. Uh, Dallas can be really shaky at times, but I think the way that St. Louis has played maybe um, helps FC Dallas get out in the front foot in this one. Uh, so I'm going to take the, the – FC Dallas, St. Louis over two
0: and a half at minus one thirty. Nice, uh, I like that. I would love to bet the Union under, but because of previous results, the way both clubs have been, the under two and a half is juiced up to minus one fifty two. So, Joe, that is a big fat <laughs> hell no for me. Um, nah,
1: you can't take that under. I'm gonna regret I mean, can, this. But...
0: No, I'm not gonna do that at that price. So this, I'm probably going to regret this one, but just seeing the the results, how tight this game could be. um, oh, Joe, I'm going to regret this. You're going to say I'm an idiot, but I think this is going to be a tight game. I don't think it's going to be a boat race like it was the last time these two teams played last year. I think SC Cincinnati and DC United end up like 1-1 draw or something like that. Under two and a half is okay. minus 106 um they've obviously they've not always had the you know five to two result and i think cincinnati at home you know they a lot feel like the union uh one nothing results kind of littered throughout i think it's obviously i think dc dc's in great form right now but i think one one is a result or one nothing and cincinnati does it again but i think cincinnati at home certainly has this uh this sort of union style that they like to play, obviously, and under two and a half minus minus one and i I'm just gonna go off of base results, uh, the or previous results.
1: Right, based right. I think that the the Cincinnati storyline is fascinating. Now that they've officially sold Brenner to Udinese, is what does that attack end up looking like?
0: That's true. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Long term, long term, and short term. Like you know, short term, how how do Vasquez and Acosta, um, kind of compensate for that loss and and figure out like what's the The right way to play but also long term what does that look like do they bring in a um a different guy by the way not to be the the soccer made in america guy but we're recording this thursday night and draymond green's walking in i just saw that with an antoine Griezmann jersey i I literally just saw that i wanted to mention
0: that so i'm glad you did
1: (laughs) so that's that's fascinating um I just lost my train of thought because like Draymond's wearing it. Yeah, that, jersey. I did, did, that, the that compli- worry, did the same thing me to me. Don't worry, did the same thing to me. Completely th- threw me for a loop there. <laughs> um, Cincinnati, yeah. Like, I think Cincinnati's going to be going to be fine in the long run, but it is going to be um, kind of a, a case-by-case basis with their attack to make sure everything is is impact, intact while they're finding uh, Brenner's replacement.
0: All right, Joe, goal scorers. Who do you have to score this weekend?
1: I'm going to take the entire Seattle Sounders um, That Sound? Lineup. Oh, sorry. That's brutal. I won't do that again. That was a bad point, yeah. I, won't- um, <laughs> <laughs> I
0: will not do that again.
1: Sporting Kansas City is atrocious. I, I honestly don't know why the Sounders are minus 155. Um, the only reason I'm not taking them is because Houston is shorter, and uh, I'm going to bet the props here uh with with Seattle. Uh Jordan Morris plus 130. This feels like the the easiest one in the book this week. Kansas City's uh, atrocious. I retract everything in that I said about Kansas City after they came in here that oh they'll be fine when all of their injured players get back. No, that's very much not the case. Not the case whatsoever with this team. Uh Seattle should roll them. I think if you can the the best bet of the week, actually, it's kind of diverts from our strategy, but Seattle minus one and a half at plus 185. If Seattle is on their game and takes sporting Kansas City as seriously as they should, they should roll them and and fairly easily. Um, Seattle, we talked about Houston earlier that hasn't given up a goal at home. Seattle is the, the other team in the Western Conference that hasn't done that so barring you know, an unforeseen, most shocking result of the MLS season so far, Seattle is probably going to just absolutely roll Kansas City. So I'll take Jordan Morris, um, and that might be a game where you can load up on Sounders props.
0: All right. You're going with Houston, right? If I remember. I can't even remember. I
1: am was. going with Houston.
0: Okay. So I'm going to go. I, I want to go to that game because I do like that. They're a big favorite. And Bossy is plus 205. Is he playing? He's been playing really well. Okay, because I always like I was because I'm not I'm I'm up to date, but not like to this minute is this guy gonna play? And you're always like I don't know, he might At MLS. I,
1: I just it's so hard to keep up with. But soccer is, is difficult good. when you're doing these things in advance because it's like I know well, what it's you- the worst. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
0: but he's a plus two hundred five to score, and obviously he's been playing well. He's been putting goals into the back of the net, uh, so I like Bossy.
1: That's a that's a sound pick. He's been really good. Um, a lot of people maybe have been sleeping on Houston still so far this season because of, uh, just the, you know, the, the, the perception that we have of Houston from, from previous years. So yeah, I think that's a, a really good play. We're, we're all in on, on Houston. I would actually suggest, I don't suggest this very often, but because of the way that both of these defenses has have played, Mm -hmm. um, if you were to go Houston, I'll add this as, as a bonus pick for just this week. Houston, Seattle parlay at DraftKings is plus 221.
0: Oh, hell yeah.
1: I think we're going to. Yeah, that's
0: what I'm talking about,
1: Joe. (laughs) I think we're both going to end up uh, riding that because you like, well, you like Portland, but um, I like Houston and Seattle. Yeah, I'm obviously
0: not taking Seattle because they're minus 157 and Houston, I mean, that's a minus 157. But yeah, I mean,
1: yeah, I'm taking Houston at the, the lower price. But yeah, lower Seattle price and feeling bring.
0: confident with them, and pairing that with Seattle, mm-hmm. who obviously, as you just said, uh, sporting right. KC has not looked great. Absolutely, dude. I, yeah. I, I, I'm all for that. I think that's a great way to look at it.
1: So I think that I, I very rarely recommend these parlays, but I think that's kind of the way to move because it's just so like straightforward. Both of these teams are have not conceded at home. Remarkable home records, um, and, and Houston, I think, is the leg that you have to worry about. Yeah. All
0: right, Joe, that is it for the betting podcast. If you, you wrote them all down, please, didn't you? Because I, I, we we should recap. I didn't write any of these down. (laughs) Let's
1: recap. Cause 'Cause I'm the worst
0: radio host or podcast host on the planet. But what do you
1: have? My favorite is Houston. My underdog is San Jose. I'm on the FC Dallas, St. Louis city over two and a half. Jordan Morris to score a goal and a special edition this week. Houston, Seattle I money line that. parlay. Yeah. Are you adding that to your card as well, John? I
0: won't um, okay. just because I don't want to jinx yours.
1: But that's that, fair. I, I that's like very love I love, You're I a love good the friend. thought. I yeah, I love the thought process of it. I
0: think that's what I like the most.
1: And uh, John teams. Jansen, your favorite is, is the Portland Timbers. Yep. Your dog is the Philadelphia Union. Yep. You are on the FC Cincinnati, DC United under two and yeah. a half. Yeah, and Amin Basi to score for the Houston Dynamo
0: go that's the. those are three wins right there three
1: at least well you you made four bets so be confident in yourself yeah yeah i i can do that
0: all right joe that's it a betting preview we haven't done these in a while my bad uh but we just did one union soccer podcast that's the betting preview again subscribe to the union soccer podcast wherever you get your podcasts also uh, Union Soccer Blog, Substack, subscribe, com for all things Philadelphia Union from Joe Tanzi at JTanzi90. That is it for the betting preview. We'll be back with more next week on the Union Soccer Podcast.